Uh, Dick Levine, I work for a nonprofit called Every Texan. I've been a supporter and board member of Progress Texas from almost the very beginning because I think it's carrying out a very important function of getting the word out to folks using social media. I would like there to be a positive vision for the state rather than saying no to stuff that's coming out of the governor and lieutenant governor and speaker, something where we can build toward the future because people have an idea of where we're going. It's Thursday, November 30th, 2023, and this is the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch. Rapid response on the breaking news stories Texas progressives need to know. I'm Chris Mosier. That new report released earlier this week by the organization Human Rights Watch claims Governor Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star is becoming a deadly hazard, not only to the vulnerable immigrants it targets, but to innocent Texans, including children. Myra Moreno at ABC 13 in Houston writes that that's primarily due to the now over two-year enforced immigration prevention efforts penchant for high-speed police chases that so far have killed at least 74 people and injured almost 200 more across the 60 Texas counties where Operation Lone Star is most active. In their findings, Human Rights Watch wants DPS to revise high-speed chase policies, which currently are largely at the discretion of the officer on hand. They're also calling on the U.S. Department of Justice to intervene in regard to both public safety hazards and alleged civil rights violations. Unsurprisingly, DPS and state officials disagree with the Human Rights Watch study and recommendations. This week's Texas Supreme Court hearing of the Zorowski versus State of Texas case continues to draw national attention. Gabrielle Gurley at the American Prospect writes on the confusion around abortion options for health care providers that lie at the center of the issue, highlighting an exchange during the hearing in which Texas Assistant Attorney General Beth Klusman admitted insufficient knowledge about whether a particular fatal fetal anomaly would qualify a pregnant person for abortion care. Klusman said you'd have to ask the legislature. In fact, the state made a clear case that current state law requires a baby with no chance of surviving outside the womb to be carried to term anyway, unless the baby's condition causes health problems for the mother. Texas lawmakers and state attorneys have crafted abortion statutes using non-medical language that has forced doctors into an impossible situation of having to choose between protecting their own lives and livelihoods measured against their patient's need to abort a pregnancy to protect the patient's health. Nice rundown of the overall situation linked in the show notes. And again, we dug deep into the hearing on Tuesday's Progress Texas Happy Hour. Look back on this same podcast feed for that. A new piece in the Dallas Morning News by Robert T. Garrett wonders, are school vouchers inevitably going to pass the once-resistant Texas House? Pointing out that as recently as two and a half years ago, there were 50 House Republicans willing to resist vouchers, and that number has now dropped to 21 all of whom have been targeted by Governor Greg Abbott, who's now out on a state tour of their district supporting more voucher-friendly primary challengers. University of Houston political scientist Brandon Roddinghouse thinks it's only a matter of time, considering state and national pressure to pass some form of private school voucher program, as older lawmakers who have seen leaner times with education budget cuts on the table retire Younger Republican reps who are more optimistic about the state's ability to easily pay for new taxpayer-subsidized education options, even in recessions, 
are more likely to support vouchers. Polling shows that rank-and-file Texans are more likely to support increased funding for public schools and teacher salaries than they are to back sending public school tax dollars to private schools. At Progress Texas, we say no Republican plan is inevitable if Texas progressives continue to rally and push back. Also in education, Alejandro Serrano at the Texas Tribune says federal appellate judges yesterday questioned a new Texas law requiring booksellers to rate the explicitness and relevance of sexual references and materials they sell to schools. During a hearing, an illegal challenge brought by book vendors who argue the law is unconstitutionally broad and vague. A federal judge barred Texas from enforcing the law late last summer, but the Fifth Circuit, one of the most conservative courts in the nation, blocked that order, and the full appellate court is now considering the overall legal challenge. When to expect a ruling remains unclear. Conservative policy impacts on Texas higher education as well. Lily Kepner at the Austin American Statesman writes that a fellowship at the University of Texas at Austin is the latest victim in state Republican lawmakers targeting of DEI efforts on state college campuses. The Public Voices Fellowship is a national program and part of the op-ed project with a stated mission to diversify and, quote, change who writes history, unquote. UT was one of the fellowship's 35 partners among seven Ivy League schools and was one of the only public universities involved. That is until November 18th when the 14 UT professors accepted into the program were informed that it was being discontinued as it is out of compliance with SB 17. The Texas law passed last spring limiting diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives at state public institutions. The UT chapter of the American Association of University Professors disagrees with the call, saying, quote, we see nothing in SB 17 requiring UT to step back from this great public engagement program. All along, we feared that universities would over-implement Texas's anti-DEI bill, unquote. Over to your insurance bill, which, if you insure a home, is probably higher than you'd like it to be lately. Aaron Douglas at the Texas Tribune says you're not dreaming. That's a direct result of climate change and the costly disasters associated with environmental degradation. Texas homeowners insurance rates have increased 22% on average so far in 2023, which is twice the national rate. Texas is prone to hurricanes and flooding, both of which are made more severe by climate change. And 16 disasters have occurred in Texas this year that cost $1 billion or more. That's more than any other year on record. All while Texas emits more greenhouse gas than any other state, according to the EPA, accounting for 14% of the nation's overall climate warming emissions, double the total emissions of California, which is the next largest greenhouse gas emitter. We're also the nation's largest oil and gas producing state, accounting for more than 40% of the nation's petroleum production. So when you're writing out that huge homeowner's insurance premium check, remember that in a very real way, Texas has brought that particular problem on itself. It's time to stand up and be part of the change Texas and our planet at large so desperately needs. As we wrap up today, we're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow and or Wednesday at our two Progress Texas holiday parties for this year. Fun fundraising events and a great opportunity to meet and mingle with progressive officeholders, candidates, activists, and advocates. Our Austin holiday party is coming up tomorrow, Friday, December 1st, and our Dallas holiday party will be next Wednesday, December the 6th. We'd love to see you. See the show notes for links to grab your tickets. And by the way, while you're looking at the show notes, we're currently taking your suggestions for our annual Best and Worst of Texas lists, which are coming at the end of the year. 
which Texas lawmakers did the best job pushing progress forward, and which did all they could to keep Texas in the olden times. See the link in the show notes and share your opinion with us. That's the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch for this Thursday, November 30th, 2023. Links to all these original stories can be found in those same show notes. Progress Texas is a nonprofit media organization promoting progressive messages and actions. While campaigns come and go, we're the permanent home for rapid response media and messaging in the Lone Star State. If you're enjoying our podcast, an easy way to get active is to share our podcast feed with a friend. And please consider making a donation to help us continue our important work at ProgressTexas.org. I'm Chris Mosier. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, and we'll see you again tomorrow.